The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to move from your good life to one that is amazing? Then you've tuned in to the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you the tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is amazing. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Good afternoon and happy Monday to everyone out there and thank you for listening today to the show From Good to Amazing. Our guest today is Elena Jones. Um, she specializes in wedding ceremonies. She's a Reiki master, spiritual life coach, men- mentor, teacher, author, motivational speaker, and she speaks three languages. Oddly enough, God bless you. Elena, thank you for being with us on our show today. Well, thank you so much, Temple. I'm so excited. You know, really, um, really I've, I've read about the work that you've been doing for uh, quite some time, and later on we can talk about how our paths cross. But I wanted to know, how did you go from, you know, a life of, you know, making choices, getting married, having children, et cetera, to really being called out to wanting to really help the world or make a difference in, in humanity? I think that's kind of a question that a lot of people are sitting on today. They feel inspired to do something or concerned toward doing something. But tell us about your personal path and how um, you become more conscious of the need to get out there and to be the message that would play a part in changing um, not only locally but impact hundreds of lives and thousands. Thank you, thank you. Um, well, I'll tell you, uh, my journey started, uh, I was born in southern Italy in a little town, a town called Mayerato, and Mayerato is all the way at the end of the boot, and it's in Calabria for those uh, that do not, uh, do not know, and they've been to Italy. Uh, it's about a couple hours from uh, Sicily, and okay. when I was two years old, my family moved to Argentina, Buenos Aires, and that's where I learned to speak my second language which is Spanish, uh, Argentinian Spanish. My parents never, um, they always wanted me to learn the language, the Italian language, and I never studied uh, Italian language. I, I, I speak uh, dialect Italian, and um, then when I was uh, 13 years old, almost 14, my family moved to this country, and I did not speak a word of English in, uh, at all. And uh, the first thing that I learned when I came to this country is uh, 
the generosity and the love uh, of uh, my next-door neighbors because even though they didn't speak my language and I didn't speak theirs, uh, somehow we communicated. It's, it's that it's that it's that language that has no language. That's the love language, and I'm I'm pretty sure you understand what I'm talking about. And little by little, uh, in living in Pittsburgh those three years, uh, I learned a few words, and then came to uh, living in Florida, and uh, and then from there, it's 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 just been a wonderful journey. For me, I was born with a very special gift, and the gift that I have, it's I'm a, I'm a medium uh, psychic, and the gift that I have uh, was not a very acceptable gift. Uh, having, you know, my parents were very strict Roman Catholics, and as a little child, I, I would have these visions, and I would tell my mom these visions, and of course, you know, every parent wants to... Uh, to protect your child, and my mom would tell me, you know, that doesn't, you know, not to tell anybody about stuff like that because it was not very acceptable, and um, and uh, she did not want for me to have to go through uh, pain and suffering, uh, and you know, from other kids that would laugh at me. And uh, pretty much, I I had put that that gift uh, in a burner. Let's just say that uh, so in the back burner, you know, like a. I, I I call it like a closet. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I was a classic psychic. Uh, nobody would know about me. So when I got old enough to be able to uh, practice that, uh, it was always being very hidden from um, uh, very hidden. Um, I you know I would do it at psychic fairs and things like that. And I always knew from very very little that there would be something big that I was to do. And, uh, and, and you know, it, it's never very clear what we are to do. And I know there's a lot of people out there that they spend their entire life trying to figure out what they were meant to do. Uh, for me, I, I was uh, very blessed that I, uh, I, I had an idea, but I did not know the hows or the whats or any of it um, until... Uh, Last year, uh, last year, I mean, you know, I I owned my own business for 14 years, and about a couple of years ago, I retired from the wedding industry uh, as a professional wedding planner. Um, and even when I was a wedding planner, I still knew that that that's not what I was meant to be doing. I I, I knew that was something that I needed to do for God. And it was going to be something big, but I did not know uh, what that was. Again, that, you know, I, I keep repeating that, that I did not know what that was. And about uh, a year and a half ago, well, last year, is, uh, like I said, I re- two years ago, I retired from the wedding industry, and I started a little, little, tiny little business. It was just going to be my own little business. I, I had become a Reiki master healer, and I became an ordained minister from the Malkasadek order about uh, 16 years ago. So even though I was in the wedding industry, I was marrying a lot of couples, baptizing a lot of babies. I was doing a lot of, you know, uh, spiritual counseling. And I gave birth to my new business called Alma Quest. Now, Alma means soul. I wanted to marry America with Argentina, uh, the two words, so I named it Alma Quest. Um, and that's the name of the little business that I have. In meditation a year and a half ago, uh, I was told that I was to put on a motivational conference. 
um, and that this conference will touch a lot of people, would help a lot of people, and uh, more than anything else, for me, it's always, you know, what can I do? How can I assist you? Uh, you know, how can I be of service to you? And uh, when I was asked to put on a motivational conference, I only had $79 on my checking account. Because remember, I had just started a little business. I was, you know, I, you know how it is when you first start a business. It takes a little time to get it going. and Right, a lot of capital to, that takes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. people did not know me as a, as a medium psychic or as a healer or as a, or, you know, they knew, a lot of people knew me as a mentor, uh, but they did not know me as as all the other little gifts that I had. Um, so what and, I'm, and, I'm kind of hearing you say is that the, um, the seminar that you're going to be doing in October and putting together this huge thing in Tampa Bay was kind of like the divine opening where leading up to the steps where you became more aware of your authentic self. In other words, you got out of the closet really literally and started just saying, this is what I, I came here to be. And I, I think that's a key point for us to make to our listeners because repeating what you said in the very beginning that people right now, they're inundated with the news and um, things going on around them, what's happened locally, what's happening globally, what's happening with celebrities and all that kind of stuff. And they're sitting there going, somebody needs to do something. Mm-hmm. Not uh, This past week I was at a uh, memorial in Rhode Island and I was sitting with a guy, we were talking, and he was saying, and doesn't that aggravate you, you know, that people are just sitting around and nobody seems to be doing anything. But what he was really saying is that, and I, in a very gentle way, brought it to his attention, what he was really saying is that he wasn't doing anything. And because mm-hmm. he was knowing or, or in that energy of not doing anything, that's how he was perceiving everybody else, is no right. one else is doing anything either. And that's not true. Uh, Unity Online Radio is doing a something you know, offering these positive messages to various people throughout the world in, you know, 127 countries or whatever. So, 27 countries. Did I just affirm that? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, everyone is doing something. And, and I think the point that you're elaborating on is that when you're into that space, you don't always know what is going to be yours to do. But the distinction is the willingness to just be in that space, to be comfortable in the unknown and to be able to say, you know, I'm not really sure what I'm going to be called to do. What I am called to do is answer the call. I'm, I'm willing to answer the call and I'm willing to say yes and pay attention to what comes along the way. And it, it sounds like to me the teaching uh, that you're expressing that's kind of offered to everybody is it's that's the biggest step right there is the step to get out of the closet or the step to get out of hiding because you're right, a lot of people in our generation were very indigo gifted children, but because we were invalidated by generation gaps, society, environment, etc., 
we put away those little magic tricks of intuition, um, being psychic, um, all those kind of healers. And uh, we're just, a lot of people are just starting to uh, step back into that or to allow that to unfold. Did I just kind of reiterate to you what yes. you said? Yes, oh my gosh, you, okay. you, you did that so well uh, because I was just thinking, you know, the first step in creating anything new is to forgive ourselves for all that we have been and all that has not been. Mm-hmm. How many times do we get stuck on what has not been? Well, I will, I will share with you because I, I know that you think highly of her too, and s- certainly in the Unity Movement we do. Um, Reverend Edwin Gaines, a Unity oh, minister, yes. um, is her theme statement this year is, I now forgive myself for the good that I have withheld from myself in the past. I'm going to, I'm going to say that again because I think that that's pertinent to kind of the overtone of, you know, what we're talking about today mm-hmm. is I now forgive myself for the good that I have withheld from myself in the past because we know in truth that our good is all around us all the time. But because of our backgrounds, our being negated by our parents, guardians, school teachers, or whatever. And, um, you know, they did the best that they could with the limited information that they, that, that they had. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so yes, in, that, in that consciousness, um, you know, what we tend to say often here on the show from Good to Amazing is our our pain isn't necessarily coming from um, the things that may or you know that we identify as the externals. It's more coming from being something that we're not. Exactly, exactly. And also that you know we hold you know we hold so much judgment about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, we don't realize that we are not forgiving ourselves. And, and, and that, by, by doing that, we are not being in the moment. Um, I, I, like, I like a saying, stand in this moment as a newborn child of the light, clear and ready to create anything that we wish, without ties, binds, or limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- that is such a powerful statement to me because, you know, we need to see ourselves as the true light, that the light children that we are and release the limited self-identities that we hold on to. Mm-hmm. And, and that goes to what you were just saying. You know, it, it's forgiving ourselves for all that had has not been... Because, you know, we believed... So, you know, we believed in everything that was taught to us but one thing that we need to realize is that everyone that have come into our lives and that we have learned from, they have done the best that they could with the limited information they, they had from whoever taught them. It, you know, it could have been their parents, it could have been uh, teachers, it could have been society, uh, on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But yet what I'm hearing you say is even with that early introduction of either parental or educational systems or whatever it may have been, 
that there are some people that continue to carry on that critiquing and that judgment of themselves of not enough, of I don't deserve it, of um, I'm unworthy, um, you know, this is uncomfortable or, or whatever. With right. the work that you're doing now as a spiritual life coach, mentor and teacher, what are in just kind of painting it red, what are some ways that you think people judge themselves? So we, we're not assuming that people that are listening are making assumptions. So be specific with what that, how that looks like with many clients that you work with. Well, uh, the first thing, like I said, you know, the first thing that, that it's important is to forgive ourselves uh, for everything that has been and that has not been. Mm-hmm. That that is a, a very important, and and then the next thing to that is to is to in order for you not to be the victim anymore, because you know we we you know we the victimization comes when we do the blaming the blaming game. Yes. Um, the first thing that I do with my clients is for them to acknowledge that there's a lot of good in their life, mm-hmm. and that what has that. That you know, their teachers, their parents—they uh, did the best that they could. Again, I'm going back to the limited information, right? And, and what we do is we we heartily believe in it. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we so believe in it, and then ego does such a good job to defend it, because you know we will defend that because it's so familiar to us, right? So it's really really hard when we start shifting because it doesn't quite fit in that anymore. You're basically talking about uh, rewriting your your sacred your story, rewriting exactly. your, your script because um, and and for those of you listening today that if you haven't done that exercise it's it's so powerful because you can write out increments of every five years and you can see times in your life where you've either stated that someone has let you down or a believability that God has let you down, or the universe has failed you in some way, and you write out what some of those incidents were then to you and how real they were, and you go back and you kind of look at all the connecting dots with that, and it it's so powerful because um, you're able to see how more than ever it couldn't have been any different. You know, that in order for you to be you, those parts of the story had to be in place perfectly just like they were in its design, and it's it's very freeing. It's wonderful to have this stimulating conversation with you, Elena Jones, and I'm so delighted that you're here with us. We're going to take a break now, and uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. Thank you all for being with us today. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.
Salvation Spirit Seekers, have you seen the new Unity Magazine? It has a bold, fresh look and is filled with content to support you on every step of your spiritual journey. Each bi-monthly issue of Unity Magazine is read by people like you who are seeking answers to spiritual questions about relationships, meditation, divine potential, and more. Inside, you will find a wealth of news from the Unity Movement, inspirational articles, reviews on the latest spiritual books, and interviews with renowned spiritual teachers. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to www.unitymagazine.org. Unity Magazine is also available in most Unity Church bookstores. Join us as we discover the leading edge of Unity Thought, expand our consciousness, and experience a greater oneness with spirit. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists discussing things like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Oh, no, no, no. He has a list of upcoming guests that sounds like a roll call of the Interfaith Council. Rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a topic and let them go for it. Imagine having a rabbi and a Catholic priest talking about Jesus as a Jew, or asking a biblical literalist to explain creationism to a liberal Christian Bible scholar. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he'll keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So, let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. Thank you for tuning in for From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at amazing at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And here we are with Elena Jones, and we are talking about people having the ability to rewrite their script, their sacred story, so that they can totally get in touch with the fact that never have they been separated from their greater good or or their truth and um elena having known her um for a period of time um i'm very clear that she has experienced the concepts that we talk about each and every week of how it is to just have a good life as she was saying that having a good life from doing wedding ceremonies and a successful business to actually wanting an amazing life and Amazing equals authenticity. Amazing equals being you without editing. Amazing means um, being alive in the moment of possibilities and not coming from um, limitation day after day after day. Um, Elena, talk to us about um, some other things that you have discovered that have made a difference in your life of Good to Amazing. Um, well, it, it's just like putting on this conference. Uh, 
you got to understand, when I was asked to put on this conference by, my, by, by God, because I clearly heard the voice, because, you know, I, I, I was really shocked. I, I was meditating, and, and I was sitting on a, I was in a sitting position, and I can tell you that I almost fell over. I'm like, what? <laughs> you want me to put on a motivational conference with only $79 in my checking account? Uh-huh. Are you kidding? I, 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 how am I going to do this? I, I, I've never put on a motiv- I have never put on a motivational conference before, and you will not. You're not going to believe what I what they told me. <laughs> Temple, uh, I, I could not believe what they said after I, I asked them. I said, "Why me? I mean, I'm, I I can't do this. You know, it's, I just there's just no possible way." And 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 clearly, I heard this, and they and this is a, clearly what they said. We have never, we have not kept you in the wedding industry for 14 years if we didn't think that you could do it. So don't worry about anything. Just get it started. That's exactly what it was. And, and I can tell you that I was terrified. I was terrified because I, at that moment, realized that I had some, some limited thinking. And I, and, I, and I thought that I was a lot more open, but I realized that there's been so much limited thinking there that somewhere I, I have made an agreement with myself Again, I'm going to repeat that. I have made an agreement with myself that maybe I'm not good enough. And I'm, I'm sure that maybe the listeners can identify with that feeling I'm not good enough. I think that um, it's so sometimes unconscious to so many people, the number of agreements that that they have made um, unaware, like, you know, people sometimes will come to me like when we look at scripture, it's done into you as you believe. And they go, well, I, I don't know what I believe. It's like, look at your life. You know, look at your relationship. Look at who you're with. Um, look at um, your spiritual practices. Look at your addiction or lack of or wanting more or whatever. Look at your your physical, emotional, spiritual, mental body. And you'll become clear about the beliefs and the beliefs are driven by the agreements that that we make and you're so right and one of your agreements was not not good enough um i guess obviously another agreement uh would be safe to assess would be that uh it's not okay to share gifts that aren't mainstream at that mm. particular time when you were the age that you were of uh, being a child because your mom feared for you that if you admitted that you had gifts and you could future see, uh, she was afraid that something would happen to you. So there's an agreement of something could happen to me if I use these gifts. When you were talking, when you were talking, yeah. And when you were talking earlier about the, um, like the voices or your um, guides or whatever, were declaring, gosh, we've been waiting on you to just say yes for, how long did you say, 14 years? Uh, I was in the wedding industry for 14 years. Mm -hmm. But but remember, before the wedding industry, I I, I did the corporate, the corporate, I call it the corporate ride. And then finally I got off that highway of the corporate highway, and then I started my own business as a wedding and event planner. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so if I were to look back, you know, um, I'm in, and I'm not afraid to tell anybody that I am in my fifties, and 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 finally now, it's when it's so very clear to me, right? 
it's, it's so very clear to me, in, in going through the steps that, um, that I, I've written a book called The Seven Simple Steps in Creating Your Intentions, uh, which it will be, um, actually, it's, it's, it's just been finished, uh, it's been edited, and it's in the process of getting printed. Um, I speak about the different steps that I went through in putting on this conference but this is the journey that I went through uh, to get me to where I am now, which, which now I am in the, what I call it, uh, the allowing. Mm-hmm. Because how often do we want and we want and we want and we pray and we pray and we pray and we just, and we don't get it. And we're trying to figure out why are we not getting it? And that's because we're not allowing ourselves, we're not giving ourselves permission to receive it. Okay, so for our listening um, audience today, it would be helpful for each person to journal what are the agreements that I have made. There's an agreement that has been made that I'm worthy of making X amount of dollars a year, right? There's an agreement about, I mean, for years I made an agreement that the relationships that you're in are a lot of work. (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. I carried, I called it something different. You know, I had a new, like, buzzy name about it, but I was carrying on the same energy of my parents of it's tough, it's hard, you got to hang in there, you know, you got to survive it, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right, and, uh, all, the, all those agreements. Yeah, so even though I made it sound more metaphysical, don't you love that? I made it sound yeah. more fancy and according to the theory of consciousness of the bonding together of my soulmate on my, you know, esoteric journey with my loved one, it's a lot of work, I would say. And I'm, you know, I'm just so grateful that I didn't go into the relationship teaching workshop at that period of time, though people asked me, you know, to do it because that was the agreement I made. And once I got clear of making a new agreement, and it literally happened like that, is that I saw uh, someone look at someone else through that love language that you were talking about. Yes. There, there was not words. Uh, there were no words. But, but there was this love language that when, you know, person A looked at person B, when he saw her across the room, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was beyond Hollywood. It was, it was real. You know, yeah. and I I saw that look, and I could tell the admiration, um, the adoring um, that was going between the two people. And I said, up until now, I've made an agreement in my life that relationships are hard, and I need a new agreement. You know, to have that kind of relationship, because if I'm going to have one, I want an agreement with myself that it's going to be one of adoration. And therefore, everything came into place. It was like the domino effect, but the agreement had to be made first. So I think that based upon your teaching and what you're sharing, it it would serve all of us, myself included, to go back and just revisit again, what are these agreements that we've made? Just in a way of discernment, like you said, no judgment, but just... What agreement have I made about my body? What agreement have I made about my energy? Um, 
I'm amazed when I look at some of the people I went to high school with, the agreement they've made about how old they're supposed to be right now, because I am not on that team. You know, I am not, I'm not going to wear one of those t-shirts. No, Or they make the agreement, or they make the agreement uh, uh, about succeeding. Yes. How, how, I mean, people are really afraid to succeed. Whether it's a relationship, whether it's uh, in in anything, it it goes back to just exactly what you said. It it, it and another thing too that I discovered, Temple, it is very scary to really search within. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about no judgment. So when we ask our our, our listeners, when you go in. Going with no judgment. Because there's there's no one to judge you. You know, we are the biggest judges. You know, we're, we're the ones that are, are, the, are the biggest critics. We're the biggest, you know, we, we judge ourselves a lot harshly than we do others. And we should not even be judging anyways. Right. And we should be doing more of the accepting Be more accepting of self. Mm, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Well, you were saying that the the key with the agreements is then moving into allowing. I, I kind of like it. You know, you're kind of picking all A words. <laughs> ah, thank you. Right? I didn't realize that. Hey, yeah, you just you, you are, to me. <laughs> so, so we're talking. Um, I. I'm psychic too, but I I just put other things on my business card so people don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, you are closet psychic. <laughs> That's too funny. As I would say on a Sunday morning, that's a different talk for a, a different day. <laughs> yeah. With the with the agreements, you move then into allowing and. When you're talking about allowing, are you are you talking about the ability to let yourself see a, a new possibility, or to allow the new to come in? What what do you mean specifically about that? Well, for the first thing is to give yourself permission to to see deep inside you. Again, with that judging, oh my gosh, if I go in, you know, what if I find something I'm not going to like? Instead of doing, saying something like that, saying something like, I am open to receive what it is that I need to see about myself in order for me to free myself from this agreement that I have made. Mm Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. I see. Okay. I see what you mean. It because, and I think it's important. And I think you and I are are proving a very significant point. Often, when we're communicating back and forth with other people, we think a word means something to us according to our understanding. When to them, indeed, it means something different. And what you're talking about, if I'm, and I want to make sure I'm understanding it correctly, because I'm planning on doing these exercises, is that. Once I really process and look at my agreements and the willingness to make new ones, 
you're saying that in the midst of wanting to change from the old paradigm to the new paradigm to allow the kind of things that come through me that need to be addressed in order that I step into the new place? Is that what you mean? And be okay with it? Just kind of be aware that it's there? Like, okay, right. right. Kind of like if you're meditating. It's kind of like when you're over at the beach and you say, okay, I just want to be quiet. And then you hear the kids screaming over to the side. It's It's not like that takes your whole day. You just go, okay, kids over to the side. Oh, recognizing the child that's inside me and let it go. And then go back to it. That's what you're saying? It's important to allow? Is that what you right. mean? Okay. Right. It, it's, it's, it's to give yourself permission. Mm-hmm. Because it's very, very scary to, to a lot of people to go within. Uh, I, have a per, I, I have this saying that I, I, I have this, my, one of my favorite sayings is, I go within so I will not go without. Oh, I love that. I go within. <laughs> I, I love that saying. I, I have it in my office. Uh, I, you know, I because when we go within, then we're not going to go without. See, because we're always looking for answers outside of ourselves. Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, mm, definitely. We're always needing someone else to validate us when we don't need anyone to validate us because we are these amazing loving creators that we are co-creating with with God. Right. I think that once we acknowledge what wonderful creators we are, once we do that, then we can open the door to start working on the things that that no longer serve us. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's like writing a story that you may not know how to to fully tell. It's a very personal story with its own history and language. Mm-hmm. It may be highly visible to others, but not often to you. So, you know, what is the story? What is our story? What is the story that you want to rewrite for yourself? So that you know, the true you can... Express, like Meister Meister Eckhart says that often, spirituality, meaning the way in which your life will move, the spirit of you, the movement of you, um, not religion, because that's a whole different, you know, religion is rules, spirituality is tools, Uh, religion is man-person-made, spirituality is inwardly developed intuitively driven um those tools that that we have are extremely significant and and what i'm loving about your the way you're languaging things too is because some of us that live in in the unity world you know and this kind of um communication all the time um it it i forget sometimes that it can be a big deal for people to even know what meditation is. I mean, I, I forget right. that because it's, it's been so much part of my conversation and languaging for 30 years. 
Uh, and I'm not going to say how much more than 30 years because I think we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't tell your age really fast. <laughs> well, it depends on what day That's it is. That's an agreement you, know. you probably make to yourself. I, you obviously, <laughs> I'll, I'll be writing that on my list. Thank you for sharing. I'll be working on that. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to From Good to Amazing. And most importantly, I want to thank all of you for supporting Unity Online Radio We're so fortunate that in today's times that we have uh, these types of broadcasts for people to support the waking up movement in our world today at a much needed time. And so we'll be right back after break with Elena Jones. And you can Google Elena Jones and also you can look at her company, AlmaQuest. It's AlmaQuest.com, right, Elena? Uh, Yeah, they can. It's uh, it's spelled A L M A. All right. We'll be right back, everyone. Thanks for being with us. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus took time for prayer, contemplation, and conversation with God. This example of Jesus struggling to accept the path before him has inspired humanity through the ages, just as Jesus prepared himself for his final ordeal and ultimate triumph. I prepare myself for challenges with prayer. I affirm the aspects of my personal and spiritual nature that I want to express more fully. At the same time, I am fearless in examining the ways I do not yet apply those qualities in daily life. By staying prayed up, I make wise choices in all that I think, say, and do. Every challenge becomes an opportunity for new growth and transformation, and every blessing becomes a lesson in the power of prayer. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Good parenting doesn't happen by default. It's intentional. It's a decision about who you'll be and what you'll do in your family life. Join your hosts, Reverends Jennifer and Ogan Holder, each week for Unity Family Matters as they guide you on a spiritual journey, creating conscious family life. Experience the light side of parenting, realizing your divine identity while raising your children to know they are the light of God. Gain insights based on Unity principles. Talk with today's prominent experts in spiritual parenting. And address your questions and comments from spiritual perspectives. Unity Family Matters, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to From Good to Amazing with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And special thanks again, Elena, for being with us today. And I'm sure that you'll be hearing from members of our of our audience. And we just really appreciate you. 
Remember, you can always ask us a question. We'd like to hear more from you, your input, and other guests that you'd like to have on our show by emailing us at amazing at unity.fm. Amazing at unity.fm. So, Elena, wow, you've given us some, I don't want to call it homework, because with the word work on the end, you know, people go, you know, one more thing I need to do, so we won't go there, but a process. You've given us a process that we're looking at what our agreements are and what are the new ones that we would like to make, our ability of allowing, kind of allowing ourselves to work with the changes so we're not resisting what they are, and then you were using the other A word is it's important to look at acceptance. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, one of those things that you're talking about would be ultimately to kind of look in the mirror and accept and just work with the premise of I accept what I came here to be and I am willing to allow it to now unfold in my life. I mean, I remember in 2003, I I used uh, a mantra each year. And in 2003, it's what I came here to be will manifest in 2003. And the next thing I know, I'm uh, a minister full-time here in, in St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> you know, but it was definitely not on my vision board or anything like that. I just stepped into that acceptance of, the next thing that I'm supposed to be doing and being, here it is. And that's exactly what you were doing in the process of, of the workshop. And it's been incredible watching you in this process, um, creating the life you love with your intentions. Did I say that correctly? No. Say it right, would you please? <laughs> Seven simple steps in creating my intentions. Yes. Or your intentions. But since you said yes and stepped into more of, of who you are with the acceptance of what you came here to be, it's like a crowd of people has rushed to meet you uh, to help you with this process. It, well, and I'm going to change the now. I'm going to have to change a letter on you, uh, Temple, because now I'm going to talk about faith. <laughs> oh, we're, we we've gone from. Three A's and an F. Okay. <laughs> yeah, from three A's to an F. Mm-hmm. Tell us know, about faith. Oh, a faith. A faith is uh, what the last chapter that I had to write uh, with my book was about faith, and I have to tell you that that was the hardest chapter because I did not know how to put it into words. Because I love, I have such a, I have such a passion uh, for God. I, I absolutely love, 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 love God. And I did not know how to put that into into a chapter, how to write about faith. You know, I, I talked about, you know, we, we talked about um, allowing. We talked about uh, acceptance. But it's, I think it's, it's, it's very important um, to, once we do all of that, we need to let go and then let God. And I'm sure you, you, you know that more than, you know that very well. 
Uh, I don't know that we need to go that far, but <laughs> but that's a big one, isn't it, of yes. the letting go part. Because, yes. boy, we definitely want to uh, put our two cents in every day, don't we? We want to just direct and, wow, I, I catch myself sometimes, Elena, and I'm back into that, you know, old-timey attachment again. Right. And I get it, and I get in the way when I'm into that. I I know, right. you know. Well, because letting go is one of the most difficult things to do, because it because it all goes to what would be the worst possible scenario if we let go of control, even though we we love God, we trust God, Creator, Mother, Father, God, Creator. Even though we we do that we have a hard time with letting go of our control. Mm-hmm. Once we let go, that's when when creator starts working for us. It, it all goes to why pray if you're going to worry and why worry if you're going to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, we we just uh, we talk about we have a lot of faith, and I have to tell you that I know that I have faith. To what degree I have faith, I I, I never I never thought about measuring it. Yes. So if I am, it's like you know, if I'm going to ask, if I'm going to do a prayer, you know, dear God. Um, I you know you know I pray, and then if I spend the entire time worrying about it, our Creator cannot do for us because we are holding to that resistance, and we all know what we resist persists. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really hard to let go. Uh, for me, I, I I learned that, especially I learned that when I had to. Sending a deposit that I did not have, and I had to sign the contract. You know, I had to sign the contract to the hotel where where the conference is taking place. For me, that was a real big test for me. When I signed that contract and I send them a deposit, that's when I let go of it, and that's when I went into faith, total faith that I know that everything is going to be, is, is, it is in perfect order, and that everything is going to turn out just the way it's supposed to turn out. And for me to get out of the way and let God Creator do what God Creator needs to do, because God cannot do anything until I let go. It's like having a tug of war, you know, like God is in one end of the rope and I'm on the other end of the rope and and the rope represents what I want. Mm. So, you know, so God is saying, let go, let go. And I'm holding on, you know, oh my God, it's like, if I let go, if I let go to you, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So the minute we let go of that rope is when, is that when creator God takes it. And, and, and I, being... I think it's a key, too, to just highlight for people um, for the depth of their own understanding is that 
sometimes people will say, I lack in faith, when probably the deeper truth is they have faith in in the wrong things. In other words, a lot of, often people have faith in their own limitations. Right. You know, because um, you can just hear them. Well, I know if, you know, every time I go out there, you know, to present my resume, I get turned down. They have faith in getting turned down. Right. Right? They have more faith in getting turned down than they do faith in um, getting accepted or going for that second interview. Right. I love, I have to, I love this quote from Gandhi. Gandhi said, we often become what we believe ourselves to be. If I keep on saying to myself that I cannot do a certain thing, it is possible that I may end up by really becoming incapable of doing it. On the contrary, if I have the belief that I can do it, I shall surely acquire the capacity to do it, even if I may not have it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I love that quote from Gandhi. Yes. What we, that's exactly what we just discussed. If I keep on saying to myself that I cannot do that, you know, if I keep saying to myself, I'm not going to get the job, I'm not going to get the job, you're not going to get the job. I had a client of mine that I was uh, doing spiritual life coaching with, and she wanted this job, and she wanted this job, and she wanted this job. And she told me, she says, Alina, how am I going to get this job? And I told her. I said, you need to believe that the job is already yours. But she did not believe in herself that she, she did not believe that she deserved the job. Mm-hmm. So we had a, she had to make that shift in believing in herself. Just like Gandhi said, we often become what we believe ourselves to be. That is such a true, powerful statement. That's because so true. We, we believe ourselves to be because of the programming that we had from the wonderful people that we had in our lives that they did the best that they could with the limited information that they had. Mm-hmm. You know, if we, were, if we were raised by these parents that the word can't did not exist and that everything is possible then we grew up believing that everything is possible. Right. You know, because people wonder, well, how come they're so, you know, how, how does people become so rich? But to me, richness is not in just money. To me, richness, it's much more than that. I'd rather be rich in health and love and more so than anything else. Mm-hmm. So, you or know, just, or is, just both and. You know, I mean, to me, it's not an either or. I mean, I I think that whatever the agreement is that you make, you know, is, is, you know, people tease me because I like, you know, fancy cars. Well, that's what I like. You know, that's if I'm willing to do what I need to do in order to have that, um, that's my business. You know, uh, everybody has different values of what's important. Um, And as we know, you're right. I mean, it's the ability to be your own self and to be true to that and to 
uh, be happy in that space. Well, you know, it's been a great time sharing with you, and it always amazes me how I could have a show from good to amazing on how how quick an hour can go. (laughs) It's been wonderful sharing with you, Elena Jones, and I just want to remind our listeners and those of you that are doing the download that you can... um, Visit Elena at AlmaQuest, A-L-M-A-Q-U-E-S-T dot com and find out more about her and also come on to St. Petersburg. We'd love to have you in October at this wonderful event. Uh, thank you everyone for being with us today and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, Temple. Thank you for tuning in to From Good to Amazing with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern for more tools to move your life from good to amazing. This program is brought to you in part by Temple Hayes Ministries online at www.templehayes.org and First Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. Online at www.unitycampus.org. What would a human life, based on the principles of an evolutionary spirituality, look like? Reverend Kelly Isola wants to talk with people of every faith, or no faith at all, to passionately participate in the next great epic in the emergence of consciousness and culture. If the choice is ours to consciously evolve, then what can life look like at this pivotal time in human history? Join us each Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time for Spiraling Consciousness with host Reverend Kelly Isola right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it. And it will become clear that you are the channel, and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready for the next steps on your spiritual path? If you are, you won't want to miss The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. Essential insights and practices from the ancient yoga science of self-realization show us how to live healthier, happier, more balanced lives. The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and realize your infinite potential, Tune in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. I'm 
Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.